Time for TM Views, our editorial segment, and we get our expert panelists to share his thoughts on major news developments. Today, joining us from Korea University Law School, Professor Kim Gi-chang. Hello. Hi. Hello, Henry. Hello to you, Professor Kim. I've noticed a lot of the uh, very reform-minded uh, uh, speakers here in our country have been uh, affected one way or another with these uh, quarantines uh, for COVID-19. And I do hope that you are, are staying safe and healthy. And we definitely appreciate you joining us because you've been giving us so much insights over the past uh, few months here. Uh, just an update on what you think about what's going on. It, apparently today, Justice Minister Chumye is set to have her offer of resignation be accepted um, it's been such a brutal, uh, difficult road for, for Chumi, and she's been battered by the cons- conservative press, and that uh, inevitably made her negatives go up among the public. But it just, it just felt like uh, she fought uh, a very, very tough war against this institution that just won't budge. Do you think at the end of the day, and we don't know what uh, her political future is, whether she's going to run for office, maybe even the presidency, that um, her legacy and, and people will eventually look kindly on her? Uh, yes, I, I think she will be very highly regarded um, by those who would like to see prosecution service reformed uh, and the prosecution uh, of this country being uh, done in a neutral and fair manner. Uh, I have no doubt about it. Um, But I'm not sure whether her resignation will be dealt with uh, today or or this week. Mm. Uh, We will perhaps have to wait and see. Um, But one thing is clear is that the prosecution as well as the judiciary uh, they all formed some sort of uh, alliance, I would say, illicit and perhaps unlawful alliance to resist against the reform of prosecution service. That's the, the difficulty of the battle has been made even clearer mm. uh, because of the recent uh, judgments, uh, in my view, very strange judgments uh, rendered by the judiciary. So it is a very, very tough battle that uh, Minister Chu has been uh, fighting. Yeah, I want to get to those uh, recent court decisions as well to get your thoughts, uh, especially on the uh, the injunction on the uh, two-month suspension of uh, Prosecutor General Yun Sagyal. But as far as whether her resignation is uh, accepted today or sometime later this week, uh, there has been speculation as to who the successor will be to carry on this fight for prosecutorial reform, uh, some mentioning Another former judge, uh, Park Bambe, the current uh, Democratic Party uh, lawmaker, also former Chang uh, official uh, in the uh, No Muhyan administration. Uh, th- would anybody want this job? This just seems like such a, a thorny, thorny, uh, horrific situation to get in because inevitably your entire family and your life is just going to be pulled apart in, in a scale that we've never seen before, starting from the initial nomination of Cho Gu. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, look at what happened and what is happening to uh, Professor Jung Young-shim, the wife of Jogu. In my mind, there is no doubt that this is a politically motivated attack, a brutal attack against uh, uh, Professor Jung, 
and uh, look at what happened to uh, Justice Minister Chu's son about his military service and uh, just a a couple of days of perfectly lawful holiday. And there has been so much much investigation. It's it's quite uh, absurd to to look at it. and uh, and then whoever is appointed as a successor, uh, one would expect the same level of of savage attack uh, launched by Mr. Yun. So it is unfortunately the country has gone down to a very sorry state of affairs. It's it's a, a very primitive stage where where an undisguised political attack in the name of law is being committed and some media is cheering up and some other people kind of look aghast and, and it's just quite horrific to watch what is going on. It's, it's brutal and savage in my view. The uh, injunction to have the two-month suspension uh, pending, I guess, a final say on the matter of Prosecutor General General and, and the merits of the disciplinary uh, committee hearing findings. Overall, how do you think that process is going to play? Is that, I, I guess, battle already over because they can keep delaying tactics until the end of uh, Yoon Seok-yeol's term, uh, uh, technically speaking? But uh, what, what do you think you make of it? Because I, I believe that a lot of people among the reform side really has no faith now that the judges are going to render any verdict that uh, would, would be considered uh, valid. Yeah, I also uh, share the same feeling about the judiciary. And in my view, that's the biggest loss that we just witnessed. The judiciary has lost people's confidence. Uh, People, a lot of people uh, in this country, just over the past couple of weeks, have lost confidence in the judiciary. That, that's very stupid of, of those, those handful of judges involved. What went on their mind, no one knows. But the result, in my view, is at least half of the nation's people, mm. population, suddenly uh, start to look at judiciary with different angle and different eyes. And, uh, and a lot of people now uh, are worried. I mean, what went, what was going on with the judiciary? So the judiciary, with these couple of judgments, both of them are about injunction, and one is uh, Professor Zhang Yangshim's uh, guilty, the first instance court's guilty verdict. But these two injunction uh, rulings uh, definitively undermined the, the sense or the image of judiciary being impartial kind of uh, a, a judge or uh, arbiter, they should not have interfered with this executive branch's decision on this sort of politically sensitive issue. What did they gain right. by stepping in and undoing this kind of decision, which was done by the committee, disciplinary committee? So undid it to protect whatever interest two months it's not even definitive protection. It's just preliminary uh, relief, uh, preliminary suspension, uh, about two months disciplinary measures, all to protect Mr. Yun. But, but in return, the judiciary, the entire judiciary, mm. lost confidence of about half of the population. 
wow, that, that's a yeah. big loss to the judiciary in my view. In my view, it does feel like there could be a boomerang effect that is going to be uh, damaging to the anti-reform side because up till now, I think because of the pandemic and, and everything else that's going on, uh, that uh, I think the pro-reform side has become a little complacent. Uh, and, and they've been thinking, okay, ruling party has 180 seats, they're passing Gongsucha, and that process is moving, and we don't have to focus too much on it. But because of those two highly... Controversial rulings, the four-year sentence on Jung Young Shim and the the injunction for the two-month suspension. I think a lot of people kind of stood up and got like uh, uh, kind of um, I guess woken up, and and th- there is this fear now. Can what happened to former President Noh Moo-hyun after his presidency ended happen now to the current president Moon Jae-in? And I think there is now going to be a concerted, more intensity on the reform side. We still have the process going forward, and that, that does seem like. Um, that will continue to happen. Ruling party lawmakers maybe even talking about more stringent um, uh, powers being taken away from the prosecution of investigative rights. Uh, what about the Gong Cho and the uh, two nominees from the, um, the Korean Bar Association that have been chosen as the finalists, uh, Kim Jin-uk and Lee Gan Lee, to head it? Um, you would assume because it's the Bar Association and that they're going to be a more middle-of-the-road type of figures, do you think among the two there will be a, uh, a decent head of the uh, Gong Cho in your view? Um, my view about uh, this independent investigation uh, agency has always been that uh, one cannot expect too much of big dramatic uh, results initially. Uh, so whichever of those two final candidates may ultimately become the director, um, I don't expect anything spectacular to happen within the first year. So uh, uh, some people's kind of anticipation that perhaps Yoon Sung Yeol might be subject to investigation or perhaps, perhaps some dramatic thing might happen. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that will happen. Uh, what is really important is that prosecution should not have the investigative power. Mm. I think that is the, the most important reform program. But at the same time, that is such a big change. It's a sea change yeah. in Korea. People have been used to prosecution having the investigative power for more about a hundred years if we count the Japanese colonial rule as well. Now that is very strange from a modern uh, civilized criminal investigation or law enforcement system in many other countries. So I think prosecution should not have both the power to supervise investigation as well as the power to investigate itself. Yeah. So we must separate the investigation from prosecutors who, whose role should be to review and supervise and to ensure that the investigation is lawful. So that depriving, removing the investigative power from prosecution is the most important, important program. And this recent events surrounding Mr. Yoon fortunately provided some uh, platform or some preparation for the general public to understand right. that, yes, we need to remove investigative power from prosecution. If someone said something like that about uh, a year ago, pe- most people would say, what? Are yeah. you crazy? You know, 
But now people, a lot of people begin to understand the danger and the savage result uh, that could happen if prosecution also has the investigative power. Definitely a big wake-up call. Professor Kim Ki-chang, thank you as always for joining us. We wish you a happy new year and we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you very much.